to ND Fan Radio on One Foot Down, the One Foot Freaking Podcast, baby, Notre Dame, undefeated. 3-0, and 3-0. Oh, oh. How many undefeated teams are left in college football? Do I you know that? I wanted to count. I don't know. 15, maybe, total? I mean, ranked, like in the top 25, obviously, they're not all they're not all undefeated, so that's fantastic. Fantastico. 3-0. and oh. 3 0, man. That's all that matters. I know. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's so much of what I've seen on Twitter. 3 0, that's all that matters. Winning. Just win. Is 3 0 all that matters, Martin? I am Irish Titanus at Irish Titanus on Twitter. My brother, Andy McFly, Marty McFly. Marty is 3 0 all that matters. It's, uh, no. That's it's what not. everybody's Come been on, saying. People. That's what they're all saying. I got people unfollowing me. You know, you guys are so negative. We're just 3 0. That's all that matters. I'm like, I got some other douchebag blocked me because he's like, Wimbush is going to lose this game for him. And you, yeah. And I'm, hmm. you know, I. So part of me wants to like uh, completely bash over the head anyone who says three and zero. That's all that matters. And then the other side of me is like, oh, they're three and zero. Listen, well, <laughs> Wimbush hasn't lost a game. Yet. They are. They are three and zero. There are some things that look really good, but look, this is people. Here's what you have to understand. This is like when you go to the optometrist and they click through all the lenses on the machine and one of them is super blurry and that that one might be the one that where I see clearly and that's the one where you look like you're you're four beers in, right? And then there's one that looks clear for you and it's not for me. It's all about perspective and it's all about the lens. To to the point. My wife's an IU alum. Indiana, your Indiana Hoosiers are three and zero right now. I mean, should Notre Dame feel the same as IU? They beat Ball three State. That's all that matters. They beat Ball State by more than Notre Dame did. But look, I mean, do we really well, think that IU is equivalent to Notre Dame because three and zero is yeah, all that no, matters? I mean, can, how do you want to? Hey, look, Kansas. With a, Kansas has beat two. Two Kansas, power, power the fight. buzzsaw, the Kansas no, Jayhawks. Martin, Notre Dame only has one more win than Kansas so I, far this year. I know. I mean, <laughs> it, it's winning is win, win or lose. The sun. We are Notre Dame. The sun win, is undefeated. Win or lose, we are, however we it goes. are the Irish. Look, I still love my Irish. I don't know if you want to get I into love all them, this man. now. I love them. I, d- I don't know if you want to get into all this now, but here's the Dude, thing. What are we going to do? This is fucking no, bandy. Man, well, what else are we going to do, right? Exactly. There's two reasons why 3-0 and is not everything. And winning is not everything. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm super excited. I'm really, really excited that we're three and zero. But there's two reasons why. One of them is four digits: two, zero, one, two. That's one reason why winning is not the only thing. Because Notre Dame won 12 games. They even printed undefeated shirts. Dude, up. Notre Dame won some undefeated some, shirts. They were they riding... printed undefeated shirts before the last game I of know. the year, and they won some of those games. Who's the fucking genius behind that one? I, undefeated. I, I don't know. Well, the season's not technically we over. We got to capitalize. Yet. They're immediately because yeah, winning's all that matters. There's still, there's still and one big game to play. Let's be honest. They were riding dirty on some of those games, okay? I mean, you're going yeah. OT against against Pitt. I think ah. it, was, it was a three-point 
against Purdue. So here's the reason why 3-0 is not the only thing, because I watched a 12-0 team, which put me into the stratosphere of joy. You and I, together, we were here the night of, of what was it, Kansas State and Oregon? Was that the two teams? I, that, the double whammy, the yeah, same night. You and I were here, and I mean, we, were, we were weeping in each other's arms, and it's like, this is all that matters. We're 12 and Well, guess what? All that goes out the window, right? When you turn, yeah, when you turn into a wavering cornstalk and the combine of Alabama comes by and you're just shredded into nothing. And that's the reason why, which I tweeted earlier this week, if Notre Dame went undefeated through this season with the same type of look and feel of these games, I got to be honest, I'm not going to hop on here with a podcast talking about how we want Bama. I, I, I'm we're just, oh, dude, you forget see what it. they did, Ole Miss? Yes, forget it. I mean, and look, <laughs> trust me. Notre Dame is doing what they can do. All you can do is eat the food on your plate, right? And I got no problem with that. They're winning the games. But let's be honest. The fact that you have the almost the identical final score against Michigan and Ball State the, and Vandy, the, isn't that bizarre? Their last six games, I think, Brian. They're all the same. Brian Fromo from BCS Toys. He, I didn't see that. I don't have it off, off the top of my head. But 22-17, 24-17, 23-16, like the last six games, I think the standard deviation of points yeah. on both sides has been and like And we said two. Brian Kelly was not consistent. I take it that, all back. That, well, they are if, consistent. If you actually read the intro to the podcast, I don't know if you did read the intro to the podcast what, last your week. post for the podcast yeah, I, actually put, I put some stats in there i lived it dotty i don't need to watch it right come on that's a little peewee for you right there dude i don't need i put in and, and the but the but the stats that i contrasted were the previous the first uh would, would have been nine games of the season last year versus notre dame's last six games okay so it was basically from you know miami up until ball state was was and the running stats were way down sure yeah yeah and the rushes you know the rushing tds were way down but they seem like they did get some of that stuff turned around against Vandy a little bit. Well, yeah, and here's the thing. There like, was a back over 100 yards. When you look at the score, let's be honest, which one is okay and which one's not okay? Scoring 24 points a game or allowing 17 a game? I mean, that's an easy answer, right? Allowing 17 per game gives you a pretty darn good college football season if you average 17 all the way through. Yeah. I think Stanford is actually the number one scoring uh, defense right now, and they're allowing seven points something. So Notre Dame's not that far away from what we would like to call elite defense. But scoring 24 in the modern version of college football ain't cutting it. Yes. Absolutely ain't I'm, cutting I'm it. I'm with you. But but I do, I mean, this is always one of those tough questions, right? Because you're like, you know, Notre Dame's got a good scoring defense at the moment. At the same time, they played Ball State, Vandy, and Michigan, who I, you just, they're, let's be, I mean, can we just say those aren't good offenses? None of them are good offenses. Now, some yeah. people say, well, of course they're not good offenses. They play Notre Dame. Notre Dame shut them down. I mean, yes, statistically, I, I get that. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, putting up 40 points on SMU or Central, you know, Western Michigan or something, it's just, that's not the same as a, right, as a, as right. a, as a real team. And, and, and there wasn't anything that know, was is, really... Is, 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 uh, Indiana, some defensive juggernaut. I, I don't know much about IU, no, but I don't know. I, I mean, they held Ball State to ten points. No, I mean, Indiana know. always pretty much always has an offensive orientation. Although I'll admit that I'm not in the weeds on Indiana this year, so don't quote me on that. But here, are these differences that no, are are these offenses? I should say that Notre Dame has faced this year. Are they different enough that it matters? I mean, when Notre Dame actually faces a Navy, okay, you can actually do it against the oh, run, dude. and you can do it against Malcolm the pass. Perry had 230 yards rushing. Yeah, so Sick. to me, like you need to show that versatility right now. Like Vanderbilt, this guy was a decent thrower. Shermer was he was a thrower. This guy's a Sherman. The Shermanator. The Shermanator. I was this... looking for a gif. Uh, gif, 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 gif. 
My kids told me it was Jif. I, 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 I was say, like, go back say, to Russia. I say Jif. I say Jif. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you can say whatever you want. You can say I, GIF. I would say soft G. I don't, dude. I don't care. Sherman. Mm, here's weird. the thing. He's, the Shermanator. He's just the latest in the long illustrious line of Notre Dame's opposing quarterbacks that just have a have a day at Notre Dame Stadium. But to be fair, this guy's thar- he has started thirty games yeah. plus. Okay, yeah. this is, coach's son, Jim Rat. Jim Rattiness is off this yeah. off the charts. Oh, he's, he's, um, he's like uh, Tommy Reese. Exactly. 60 percent completion percentage, three hundred twenty six yards. I mean, th- so this is this guy can throw. Okay, he can throw the football a little bit. But again. Once Notre Dame faces a legit running offense, i.e. Navy, then you start to see them be able to to uh, you know kind of do their defensive thing against different types of things. And thus far, Ball State, the only difference with them was was tempo. And Michigan, the only difference with them was was higher level recruits. But it's kind of the same thing that we've seen, right? Nobody's yeah. really done anything too flashy here. Three and zero, man. That's all that matters. Dude, that's all that matters. The sun's coming up tomorrow. Do, do you, that's do flat you, out I all mean, that matters. Now, cousin JJ, I can see his eyes rolling back in his head right now what the yard points vandy killed notre dame on yard points dude that's 40 yards okay that's as far as like that's twice as far as you have to walk to take the trash out tonight if you okay? go if you go by the char- that's a long if you go distance. by the charlie weiss so this is might be our first obligatory charlie weiss right i think we, we have we, one in the preseason wow, well you said kansas so that was kind of but an if indirect you, but if you went by charlie, family charlie weiss's 100 yards to 10 point formula mm-hmm Vandy should have had 42 points. Notre Dame should have had 38. I mean, so neither is being efficient at this point. Well, look, I mean, according to that metric, Alohi Gilman's ripping balls away from dudes on the two yard line. What a blessing! I mean, how long does it take for us to say somebody's an actual blessing on defense? And you know, he's turning into he. I don't know if he's the guy, but he's getting I mean, there. Co- Coney just has billions of tackles. You know, always Cause, tranquil cause are, are just foundational where they are. But I said, I mean, Gilman may be one of the most impactful players on the defense. Defense at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he he showed up in in very opportune it's places. Thing, Elliot, Ken, it's a Elliot, good thing Kenny Amatololo developed that guy for well, us. I, I'm sure you're ready to get that in. But look, Elliot, the <laughs> defense is showing some it, stuff. They are. I mean, Can I ask yeah. you? But here's the thing: to 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 the to the people out there that are the three and O is the only thing that matters. Crowd. Mm-hmm. Can you envision a, a, a an offense perhaps being better than Vandy, Ball State, or Michigan? Uh, who has success against Clark Lee, or maybe the defense just has an off day, which happens. If the defense has an off day or they face a really good offense, can this can, can Notre Dame's offense carry this team for, for, for a game for the day? Well, that's a because, better way to say because that Because at the end of Vandy, I will be, and again, I didn't, I, my blood pressure never raised a tick against Michigan. That game was over when it started. I didn't watch Ball State. Cover that in the last one. Uh, was at a wedding, whatever. But in this game at the end, it was a little dicey. Yeah. It was a little dicey. And I had I had a flashback to BVG. You mm-hmm. know, I, I put on Twitter at Irish Tightness, my BVGBs might be flaring up here. I got the BVGBs, dude. I might I gotta take my meds. And luckily, Clark Lee is better than Brian Van Gorder. Oh, News yeah. flash, beep 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 beep, right? Right. However, yeah. Vandy ain't Stanford, right? Whoever the hell they were throwing to wasn't Devin Kajust. I mean, is it inconceivable that somebody a little bit more proficient could have scored and won the game right there? No, so I no. mean, and, and so to the three and O crowd, I ask you, 
are there not at least some warning signs here, perhaps, that deserve, that warrant some discussion? Or are we just going to be blinded by the euphoria of being undefeated and ignore the, the idiot lights on the dashboard? It's up. It's a personal preference at this point. Look, there are people down in the Carolinas that have ignored the evacuation warnings and they decided to ride it out because they believe in their in their fortuitous luck. I have no problem with that. You know what? It's, it's a free country. If you want to stay down there and ride it out and you believe you're you're cool that the, to me that's a three and oh crowd and i'm not knocking it however look not only at the last play which that would have been a spectacular catch at the very end they, and they he got, did they drop got it, some help from the refs but, but and they people, had a couple of miracle I think grabs in people there. are conveniently forgetting that that vandy dropped a surefire touchdown right before halftime the last play before vandy's field goal before halftime was a drop a flat-out drop and the guy kind of walked into the end zone and there are things like that that, that have happened where the the ball is kind of falling notre dame's way can you rely on luck all year in terms of defense and production? Absolutely not. Will another team is score this, is more than less, 17? Is this less 2012 and more of Tyrone Willingham 8-0? I mean, well, that's a really interesting question. I saw some people out there saying this defense is better than 2012. I don't Jay, know. Dude, that's not even a handbrake. That's a J-break, okay? Forget the noise ordinance. Like, that's a... Like, dude, slow it down. This this defense is not quite 2012. I don't see it. They're good. I they are. I, I think they're And you good. know what's funny? I kind of indicted the secondary in this game... Vandy was throwing but, the ball but, a lot in the secondary show, but they here, did well. But here's what's hard to wrap your mind around because, you know, part of what's frustrating is is that Notre Dame has been playing conservative, right? Especially in the second half, and so you, you're not blowing out what everybody would deem as an inferior opponent. Yeah, at the same time, I don't think Notre Dame has trailed a single minute of a. I don't think a, they've been down at all. I the think entire, somebody the entire season. That. Yeah. Uh, you know, in years past, we've said Brian Kelly always seems late to the party. Like, you know, if somebody has like this concept or something that's working, like he'll do it. It's just like way past the expiration date of when that was a good idea. So it's almost like, you know, now that you're going with the run the ball, just play stout defense, yeah. you know, like the Alabama formula from five years ago. The only problem is if you're looking at Alabama, they're they're not only they're playing great defense, they're also scoring 50 points now. Yeah. I don't know. But I think if you look at the stats here, I got them in front of me. I mean, it's just it's bizarre. Notre Dame has outscored their opponents 51 to 19 in the first halves of their first three games. Which is new. That's a new 51 thing. 51 to 19, Kelly. but they're getting outscored in the second half 19 to 31. Well, and, the, and that has to be even more slanted to the fourth quarter. Has to be. Right. And right? so the fourth heat has to be and even so worse. So here's what you, it, what's hard to wrap your mind around is, you know, part of you is like, look, I mean, you, how could you be pissed at Notre Dame's jumping out to a lead? Now, they're not stomping people into the dirt. They're just playing conservative. Yeah. But we've said time and time again, the formula for success appears to be run the ball at least 60% of the time. Notre Dame's running 60, 61, 62. Yeah. I said, you know, in, in this game, I was like, these numbers aren't sexy, but they had 163 rushing yards at halftime. They were like 62% run plays. For fuck's sake, this is the first time in what feels like infinity that a running back's gone over 100 yards. They absolutely moved the needle and toward the did. rushing. And they, had absolutely. The, they, and they had the run the ball system going down. Sure, and so sure. it's like, yeah, you're playing conservative. At the same time, they haven't had to. Yeah, they haven't had to to, to reload and just and put a point down. Right. Well, or, or what seemed like they kind of did at the end of this game. 
then they got down and 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 uh, and you missed the kick. Yeah, but here's what's interesting though. Notre Dame had they have shifted. Like Kelly did shift the play calling toward the rushing side, and we talked about Wimbush. Wimbush is only the X factor that we want when he's. We use the Everett Golson example when he's rushing more than 50 yards. Wimbush had 80 plus yards rushing 84. in this game with a phenomenal touchdown. So we're getting all the X factors we want, but let's talk about a couple of the elephants in the room right now. One, last year, we all know who Josh Adams was, but here's what's missing. And this is something that we kind of hammered on many, many games last year. The big plays of Josh Adams are not there. Notre Dame's longest rush in this game is 20 yards, and I think the longest one on the season is probably about in that 20 space. Now, you don't have to have 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 yard runs just to be productive. But the reality is nobody has really popped off no. that Sierra Wood, Josh Adams well, running off into the horizon run. You haven't seen have, it. With Lindsay, I think the kid that's like Will Fuller Jr., you know, whatever, but he's a freshman or a sophomore. Yeah. So they don't have like the deep guy. But it, Wimbush can obviously launch deep. I mean, that's, oh, sure, one, that's sure. one thing he's fully... Now, I'll tell you, the, the touch pass to Tony Jones, which was the longest pass in this game, 32 yards, on the wheel route, yeah. that was a dime. Is it is it that fair for me to say that Tony Jones dime. is not trash, which he was, he was not Cousin by you JJ or I? Cousin JJ called him Dude, trash. Come I mean, look, on. It, let's he, be, had a, he had a day. I mean, that he's not trash. 50, Dude, 56 yards, that's receiving. Yeah. 118 yeah, rushing. 160. I mean, it's solid. He took it's a licking solid. on the sideline. Yeah, look, I, mean, I mean, hey, listen, they... they I'll, I'll say this: the line looked like they played better in this game than they than they would have appeared to have in Ball State. Again, I, I didn't see it, but it sounded. Don't you think the play calling was helping them out more though? There was really not so. straightforward. Yeah. Like you have to get a push. It was a little bit more misdirection and movement yeah, stuff, I, which I, I think I is think good. So. That's and a they, good and they thing. played to the strengths. I mean, if you listen to last week's podcast, we we said is is Brandon Wimbush a square peg in a round hole? They took a chisel and at least squared off the edges of the the round hole this week against Vandy. I agree with that. Now... Is is Wimbush an elite passer? No. Uh, oh God, dude, who's the dude at uh, at A and M? Not at not at A and M. Who's uh, you? You don't know who's Oklahoma's quarterback? Oh man, the guy the guy that replaced me, Kyler Murray. All right, Kyler Murray, dude can run and dude can launch. Okay, it just as a uh, pull up his stats here. See, so he had seventy seven rushing yards against Iowa State. He had three hundred and fifty passing. Okay. I mean, Kyler Murray runs like Wimbush, but also has has a cannon for an arm. All right, yeah. Wimbush isn't that, right? Okay, he's not. But I think I, I I still like the idea of Wimbush. Everybody's calling for Book. The goal line shit with Book, I was just I don't know, man. I, it was just goofy. Don't you think putting a and, backup in on the goal line is a little bit of a slap in the face, though? It's like the only time you pull the guy out is when he could potentially run it for Pater. You know, I, like that. To me, that's kind of like a little I, slight. I, think, I don't somebody, like it. I forget. I wish I could give you credit. Who, whoever tweeted, you know, Wimbush had 14 rushing touchdowns and led one of the most effective red zone offenses at the beginning of the year last year. Yeah, like, and every time we get you're... inside the five, we pull him. Like, I don't understand. And I don't mind seeing Book for a spell. But I don't mind the, it. At least, it, now look, I mean, could this be a 2012-esque formula and you just win every game so nasty, everybody's pulling their hair out, going bald, destroying their livers, watching these f- f- squeaking by teams by four and five points uh, just on the heels of defense? I, that's possible. It looks possible that, at this it's point. Possible. Now, I think you're going to get violated if you end up in the playoff and you're playing Alabama if you can't score points. Yes, I, I agree. You know, so this is just, uh, I mean, okay, and, and on one side, a repeat of 2012 would 
would be nice, but a repeat of the result of the the culmination of the yeah. 2012 season 2013. doesn't make you feel any better. Yeah, the beginning you know? of 2013 is the part I don't want to so, see. But but uh, but I I like the idea of Wimbush. They, they again, I think they squared off the round hole a little bit and used his skill set a little bit more in this game, which he's serviceable. It's fine now. It's fine against Vandy and Ball State and in a you know a Michigan team that couldn't move the ball. Is that enough against Stanford or Vata? I don't know. Yeah, right. I don't know. But I almost feel like if you're going to throw somebody new, like if Book was the guy, wouldn't he be playing? Yeah, I know. Wouldn't he I be know. playing? Well, here's the thing. He's not going in when Wimbush is making mistakes, per se, in this game. He's just going in For, randomly. Yeah. And I'm like, what? So to the, run a bootleg pop pass and, to the tight so, end in the corner? Wimbush can like, do hey, that. If you think that you need somebody else besides Wimbush that's truly dynamic, that's a good passer, and that can do all these things, why not play Dracovic? Yeah, right, right. Jerkovic, Jerkovic, I don't know. Somebody tell me. What the hell the hell do you say that guy's name? Yeah, you know, I'll take I'll take J-Dog. a little umbrage there. I don't have to pronounce anybody's name correctly until they've actually been on the field for a long time. That's that's because somebody was like, "Hey, you got to pronounce the names." I'm like, "Look, it, once they've we made said, it, is it a low high or a low heat?" Well, he hadn't really made a name for himself, but now that he has, I'll pronounce it correctly. And people, I'll even spell it with one L. People used to say Manti too, mm-hmm. right? But then all of a sudden, he became you people know larger still than call life. Bob Davies, Bob Davies, <laughs> Bob Davies, you know, and I, some ass clown tweeted me something today about Charlie Weiss with two S's. I'm a, no, who cares? Kelly E.Y.? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't, but here's, I, I just, I can't help. I mean, look, yes, they're 3-0. and I think Wimbush can win a lot of games for him. I don't have faith in Brian Kelly that he can take him to the promised land. The way things look right now does not bode well for performing in a playoff game. No. And I think just to say, well, three and oh, that's all that matters is just a smidge myopic. Just a smidge my. It's like, look, uh, let me let me paint. Kind of like looking through. Let a me straw, let me paint myopic. a picture for you. Hey, we're gonna take a family trip with our minivan. And it's eh, kind of on the fritz. We're gonna go to the Grand Canyon. Okay, halfway there. Somewhere about Missouri, you know, the thing starts leaking transmission fluid and smoking, and then the radiator pops and the thing overheats. We got to the Grand Canyon. Okay. Hey, we got to the Grand Canyon. That's all that matters. Okay. I mean, that that is a factual statement, but you still got to drive back. Yeah, right. We can't get home. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, and, and they cannot get to the promised land, I don't think, with the offense running at this level. No, I agree. But it did look better. And we're forgetting one giant thing, which is Dexter Williams coming back. I agree. Soon. Hey, I agree. Look, it does look better. Here's the thing. The, the play calling has moved toward the rushing in a way that we like, so I can't argue with that. And here's what people need to be okay with. And I hate to say this. I, this is kind of like a – I don't want to say this is a defeatist thing. I'm not trying to limit this team. But to me, when you just put all the talent that you're seeing right now on paper, this team is just not last year. It's just not the talent level. But you're, you're seeing a little bit – different complexion of what's happening and that's okay but i'll answer the wimbush question like this wimbush will not put this team on his back and win a game by himself he doesn't have that capability however if the defense i'm talking about if the defense breaks down can he just do the amazing saturday night that's what golson did against pitt in the second half of pitt when he's doing his superman dives i would love for nothing more than to be proved wrong in this point but here's what wimbush can do for you he can throw for what did he throw for like I mean, it was like 122. It wasn't, and it great. doesn't need to be flashy because not as a lot of quarterbacks as, as produce long, 80 yards on with their legs. Yeah, so that's fantastic. And it was a clean game. He doesn't fumble. You know, his, his, the picks aren't all over the place. I will say this though: I just don't see thus 
far. And maybe it's maybe part of it's because they're not un, like letting go of the leash like that with him. But I will say, I don't see him putting the entire team on his back and it's like, hey, just follow me to freedom. However, if, if the defense is allowing 17 points, here, here, I'll say it this way. If the defense allows 17, Brandon Wimbush gives you 22 a week. Easy. Yeah. I mean, easy. Well, look. And if that works, it works. He's good enough to get Notre Dame to 8-5, and five, which is apparently all the administration oh, that, yeah, sure, and 90% sure. of the fans give a shit about anyways, well, yeah, right? Yeah. Look, here's what I know. I mean, there's a lot of people down on Wimbush, and don't get me wrong, I'd love for him to be Kyler Murray. I'd love for, for Jakovic to come in and be... You know, whatever the the uh, white Cam Newton. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Like I don't. But I think that he's serviceable of, enough for now. I have. I mean, what what is if Book comes in and he's a better passer? Okay, fine. What do you honestly believe that Kelly's not going to turn into Air Kelly? I mean, right. you, you know, and 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 when and when has has turning into a pass heavy offense ever served Brian Kelly or Notre Dame well? I can't think of very many instances no. where that's been a recipe no. for success. Running the ball is what's got him anywhere. The best football they played was last year running the ball. Yeah, twenty twelve was really good defense and just relatively conservative offense, which is what you can get right now. I don't think it puts you. I don't think it makes you playoff worthy. You look at Ohio State. You look at Alabama, you look at Oklahoma, you look at some of these teams up there at the at the upper. I mean, listen, Notre Dame might be number eight in whatever ranking, but hey, you go after about four or five, the drop off is huge. Yeah, right. It's huge. Okay, and I just I think the defense is good enough, you know, to to, to maybe get them in in a playoff. I just don't yeah. know. They're just they're not there yet either. But but. Adams is gone, Nelson's gone, McGlinchey's gone, ESB's gone, and let me ask you this. I mean, again, I, I would love for Wimbush to be better, but is, is there anybody on this team offensively that you can name right now that's not Dexter Williams that when the ball's in their hand, you think this guy's going to go the distance? Is there a, a, any player on the offense as dynamic as Brandon Wimbush with the ball in their hand? No, not currently? guaranteed. No, the only no, right guy now. that's shown a flash is Jones, and or he's not there Fink. yet. I don't know. Oh my God, come <laughs> he's, on. He's scatty. He's <laughs> scat. You know? What else do you have at this point? And is that a failure of your recruiting, or is it is it as a result of because of the mass exodus after last season and Adams is gone? I don't know. Yeah, maybe they got a new offensive line coach. Chip Long's in his second year. You know, Brian Kelly. Who knows? There's a lot of variables, and you're like what it it is. But what else do you have besides putting the ball in Wimbush's hand at this point? I agree. Or the running backs, or Dexter Williams. To your point, but rushing. Here's here's the thing. Jafar Armstrong is not as dynamic as Brandon Wimbush. He did have he's he did not. have the forty yard carry. I forgot about that. He he had a nice play, but that was in ball, that was against Ball State. But here's the thing: you and I both know this from coaching, right? You coach basketball. You coach basketball with me, and then you coach Look, football you as see well. That trophy up there, baby. Look I'm at the a cha- I'm a championship. Look at the hardware blinding me. Winning. Here's what here's coach. what I know that you know, especially with kids, you know about coaching. You can't go into a practice in one week's time with a laundry list of nine things that you're going to correct. And maybe Notre Dame is a little bit more systematic, where they can work on different stuff. But I'm talking about. When you go in and say, this is a one-issue week, you guys. And to me, last week, it was square peg, round hole. We we cannot put Brandon Wimbush in this scenario where he needs to be Shermer. That's not him. So let's not try to make him that. Let's try not, let's not have him be there, a polished pocket passer, which we mentioned. There may be a mentioned. point in time when you're down and you need two-minute drill, which is basically the end of the, then he's gonna be the, throwing. the no LSU problem. game. Uh, sure. It put, no makes sense that. to probably even put Book in at that point. But game in and game out, that's 
Now, so we fixed the glitch, okay, from last week. We took Wimbush and we gave him more running opportunity. We stretched the field. The play calling was much more oriented toward making him successful. So that's the one thing, you know, that we fixed. And to me, that, that there's no problem with that whatsoever. The, the only thing it leads me to think, though, is how does this team improve and is there a possibility for it? The, Dexter Williams being added is the one thing I can think of that really takes this team to another level. The defense to that's me like is dropping a Jolly Rancher in your Zima. Exactly, that's Dexter about, Williams is take, take, <laughs> takes Brian Kelly's malt, malt liquor drink. But to do you know a what I mean? Like the limitations that you're seeing right now, to me, are they're mostly talent. Like the limitation last week against Ball State was we're play calling in an idiotic way for Brandon Wimbush right now. This is stupid, and that was corrected. And now the play calling this week. Is fine. I think it was better. That, that, I mean, that's I, where Notre Dame should there be. Was st- there was some goofy stuff. Well, I mean, all, still, you, you're never going to be 100% happy with play calls if you're a fan. I mean, that's just not going to happen. But this is right. Brandon Wimbush throwing for maybe he needs to be more like 200, and we can work on that. His completion percentage is really yeah, not. Yeah, but 20 you know, throws is enough, man. But the 80 Tw- the 80 yards on the ground for Brandon Wimbush, the 19 carries, and we talked last week. He was in the negative. He was negative rushing, and we're talking here yet again about how great of a runner he is. If, Last if, week against Ball State. Listen, if Dexter Williams could come in and put up, it's a communication school. If if Josh if if Dexter could put up Josh Adams type numbers, if he could do somewhere between 150 and 200 yards. Okay, well that's a whole right. No, but I'm saying I mean if you game. can get that kind of production out of your running backs, sure, then, then you can probably play book or throw do it as a guy that just hands off. I and mean I'll, Armstrong exactly. and Jones had 150 combined. That's almost good enough. Almost. And listen, I mean, and all you people can, out there, if Notre Dame wins every game this year so far 35-17 yes 3-0 is all that matters Yeah, and that's to me yeah, then, two then more touchdowns like, then, is what's then, missing then right it's here. like you just got to check your oil pressure you know when you get to Ke- yeah feel Ke- it up when you get to Kansas exactly but, but, feel I mean, it up right but that yeah it's like a 2018 Honda Odyssey you know it's not a 1986 Dodge Caravan I mean that's a different thing if we're scoring at 30- least the eight the all-wheel drive one the Safari the GMC Safari oh, yeah. all-wheel drive you know there was with a, a wolf with a wolf painting on the do side you know that there was a turbo caravan give me a fucking break. there's a turbo caravan do Google it that's your Google you, it you, you gotta be got a picture of one in the garage one of the, dude one it's like it. the BF Goodrich you know tires. <laughs> Listen to me. U.S. automakers got into, got into a really got into a real weird turbo phase. This is like after the Grand National, dude. The U.S. automakers were like, "Let's get weird. Let's put turbos on." I'm not kidding. Pontiac man. was supercharging Bonneville. Absolutely. Dodge now, Caravans. The Safari is a better drop though, because that thing had like a 4.6 Vortec engine in it or whatever. All wheel drive. All wheel drive. I mean, the all thing is drive built like a rhinoceros too. What a fantastic vehicle. You know. I want to buy one now. Oh, you dude, can probably dude. buy one for five grand. Dude, there was like a slip blue yeah. all right with a pinstripe with yeah, the red, with the red, with red the, with piping the logo. yeah dude oh that's, yeah that's 1994 encapsulated in i would drive vehicle. one right now imagine <laughs> how stout that thing is why are we digressing because it's the same game it's the same game that's the point why we're doing this right <laughs> You guys have seen the same game for three weeks, and the only thing that irks me again, if you want to be somebody that says, "Hey, tell me where, tell me where the cracks are in the foundation," if you're if you're kind of the freakout guy and you want the full blown thing on the home inspection, we'll give it to you. If you go, "Hey, it looks it looks sturdy, I'll buy it." Great, it doesn't matter to me. But if you see Notre Dame not improving, like how does this team produce the exact same score against Michigan, Ball State, and Vanderbilt with really no weather to deal with, all games at home? But again, they that's bizarre. But they. Never- Never trailed. They I agree. jumped out to early leads, and they just sat on them. And they look great at the beginning, which is kind of when, they, when they're when they're on script, they're on point. And mm-hmm. then after that, it's just weird. But you know what? 
if you can do it, just do it. If you don't have to show all your cards offensively, then yeah. so be it. If you can just limp by and say, hey, look, if we ever trail or if someone takes it to, to a three-point game, yeah, we'll bring out the good stuff and we'll step on the gas again and sure. and make them pay for it. Just, just haven't had to do that yet. Yeah. And look, I am not a Brian Kelly fan, but uh, you got to give it to him. They're, I mean, these games are ugly as shit. They're but stressful. The thing, They're though. not fun to watch. Let's be honest. Anybody that's watched Brian Kelly at Notre Dame, this is the game that Brian... Brian Kelly knows how to win, and that's the reason why you talk about your blood pressure. It, it got a but little it, scary, but, but again, it wasn't a freak out because Stan- Brian Kelly if, wins games like this. But if it was Stan- he does. But if it was Stanford, Brian Kelly loses games. Of course like he that. does. Of course he does. So again, let's talk about cracks in the foundation here. The one thing that I like is they're scoring in the first quarter, and they look great on the opening drive. The one thing I hate the, is they ran the ball. They're not scoring in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And when I think back on the real heartbreaks that have happened under Brian Kelly's tenure, Michigan ripped my throat out okay stanford what was that 32 seconds left right rip my throat out uh florida state you know what i mean pick play like a lot of important stuff happens in the fourth quarter of college football games and it might be a time for us to try to get the offense peaking as opposed to hey we've done our work and we're just kind of chilling out with the cooling fan and we're putting up six points against vandy when they're threatening and to the to what was ball state you they scored 10 and notre dame scored zero right what what was it last week in in um in in the the fourth i'm talking about specifically in the fourth quarter so that look that time is going to become important and if it's not important right now um, because we haven't seen it yet, okay. But nobody needs the game to be in the bag at halftime and then getting scary in the fourth quarter, especially at home. Especially at home. That's the worst part because you know what? You go down to Florida State at night, okay, or you, you think you're going to play somebody in the playoff in a fourth quarter environment and be able to lay a goose egg against Ball State. The fourth quarter needs to become important. And the, other, the only final well, crack that- I'll say is, and then I'll let you go, the last crack is um, third down is not good. Third down on offense is not is not good right now. Notre Dame's uh, conversion percentage on third down was great against Michigan. Th- this is mind blowing to me. Notre Dame against Michigan was forty seven percent on third down conversions. Against Ball State, Notre Dame was twenty nine percent. Okay, <laughs> the stats didn't update this morning when I actually watched. Uh, some of the highlights it was really early but Notre Dame was 85th in the country in third down conversions and that the the result was actually higher than what they posted against Vandy which was 33% so my assumption is they only went down this week from 85th in the country third down conversion and you know what that's not really about Wimbush and his talent that's about again putting him in a position to do something successful on third down Notre Dame has a worst uh, they have a worse uh, third down conversion rate in this game yet again than Vanderbilt. They had a worse one than Ball State, if I'm not mistaken. That can't happen. A third down at home, you got to be able to convert. So they got to get better on critical downs. And th- those are the little things. If you again, if you want the full workup, that's the story. If you're three like, you know, man, it's all three and oh, baby, Grand Canyon, you know, pass the We're Twizzlers. Here. We're if here. you want to pass the it. Twizzlers, look, I'm not knocking you. That's fine. You and I have been on trips like that where you're aloof and forget checking the oil. It doesn't matter and we'll make it by, by God's divine providence. I, Notre Dame did it in 2012. They did it. Brian Kelly has done it. I give him all the credit for that, but I watched well, he that drove game. Straight, he, I mean, he made it to the car crusher. No, he made it to that glass <laughs> thing on the Grand Canyon and drove right over it and exploded <laughs> a river in the bottom, you know, can arrow style like <laughs> dude that that's the only thing i here's the reason why i'm knocking the three and oh you guys and i'm not trying to you know like pissing anybody's cheerios but i watched the alabama game 
in 2012. Did you? Did anybody that says 3-0 and is all that matters? Tell me if 12-0 and mattered. Did 12-0 and matter when you were crying yourself to sleep in the fetal position? Against, and no, the national championship is not the only thing to be excited about. Look, we're not the, the standards are not so crazy. That's the only thing that matters. But at the end of the day, that's really, really important. And if Notre Dame had not duped me, for lack of a better word, in 2012 with an undefeated record only to be completely obliterated by Alabama, 3-0 and would feel way more exciting right now. It would. And I'm like, look, we got nine games to go Dude, before we even get to the point where we were so overtly I'm, disappointed I know six they, years ago. I know they weren't undefeated last year, but even with a close loss to Georgia, what what, what were they? 7-1? and one, eight, and What were they going into Miami? It was not a shitty record. No. They had no, one no, loss to a, to a top five team. Fantastic. Even in that scenario, I mean, there's, sure. there's still, I mean, you're still walking around the corner and, and Debo standing there ready to punch your head off your yeah, shoulders. Yeah. So, no, so it's hard not to, yes, Notre Dame is 3-0. and I don't know if that's all that matters. I, I think it's a little short-sighted to just look past what seems to be a lot of warning lights on the dash. Mm-hmm. But they've also lost a ton of offensive production, and they l- seem to be slowly improving. And there's nothing that says that they can't, whatever, put it all together and turn into some awesome. And I every mean, time other teams get upset in college football, it always feels great when you just win. When you see Wisconsin go down, you know, and you see well, like Nebraska like, losing Detroit. Like, oh, look, I mean, I you know, feel no, way better I know, about beating Vandy. I know Notre Dame fans aren't happy, but you could be Wisconsin right now. It's like what a- averaging ten wins over the last I ten would, years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, no, no, I mean, yeah, you just want to say no, that. No, just today. Yeah, You right. could be Wisconsin oh. today. Yeah, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I would gotcha. die to be Wisconsin You know, right now. there's one thing. This is completely off topic, but I... I... What, more GM minivans from the mid-90s? <laughs> you know I rocked a transport. You know, you know it doesn't get enough love, the, the Pontiac transport. Pontiac transport. You look transport. at the new Pacifica. That's basically a knockoff. Exactly. No, all right, look. Can we just... Can you just fucking stop with the... I've seen probably, to all the Notre Dame fans that don't like Brian Kelly, be careful what you wish for. Look at Willie Taggart at Florida State. I'm like, are you fucking serious? What, picking one anecdote out that of a is, sea of 130 that is teams? such a bullshit comparison. They're like, oh, you want to run Brian Kelly out of town? Well, look what happened to Florida State when, when they ran Jimbo out. First of all, Jimbo took $75 million, $75 million from a team that actually wanted him. Okay, yeah. so let's start there. You know, th- this is where these two stories diverge. And why did they offer him that money? Was it because he I don't won know. a Probably championship? Probably because he won a title in his first four seasons <laughs> and had was... a win percentage that was sniffing .8. Maybe that was why. Okay, that's why so they let's offered not him pretend that money. Kelly is Jimbo A. Number two, they replaced him with Willie fucking Taggart, all right? Yeah. Willie Taggart's record before he got hired at Florida State, 47-50. and 50. Mm-hmm. Dude, sub 500. Yeah. He's Ty Willingham, right? It, it, although Ty was at least point five five. Yeah, he was he was above five hundred slightly. Right, right. So let's not pretend. Oh well, you guys want to run? Yeah, that yes, that's your intellectually honest argument on Twitter is that I want to run Brian Kelly off so that I can rehire Ty Willingham. Yeah, give me a fucking break. Well, not only that, all like right. here's the thing. First of all, you're you're completely plucking one anecdote out of the most recent big name hire that you can think of. But let's be here's one of the things I always say. People always go, who are you going to get? Who are you going to get if you get rid of Brian Kelly? And I'm not beating the fire of Brian 
Kelly drum right now, but here's the thing. Hey, they're three and zero, dude. That's all it, that matters. That's all that matters. But if you believe, like I do, that there are multiple instances in the history of Brian Kelly's tenure that were very, very suspect, namely 2016, right? So if you look back in the entire history and you look at all the coaching moves that have happened since Notre Dame could have got somebody else, which, to be perfectly intellectually honest, you could go all the way back to 2010. How about we look at every single coaching move that's happened since 2010 and say, who could we have gotten? To me, that's what's truly being fair. Not taking the most recent and acting like, I oh, just, how, how could you, what if you I, get him? I, I just, that's, like you have no idea. That, like, that, that drives me insane. Yeah, well, like, look, you, like you plucked him out well, of a look, hat well, look, or something. Well, look, Chip, Chip Kelly and, and Willie Taggart, you know, are both, both lost, you know, they're, both, they're one in Those schools okay. saw something that they wanted. Texas I mean, saw I, something I, in Tom I, Herman. I feel, oh, I, I, so feel, be it. I feel like Chip Kelly's probably better than Jim Mora in the in the long run you know well, yeah and he's not producing day, day one look Herm Edwards was was the first two weeks he won games and everybody was like dude the guy doesn't even know anything about college football and and he won he went to a no although they lost but yes to me if you want to be honest about this conversation this is the only thing I beg of you guys I'm not even saying we need to have it right now I'm not and no they, nor am I, mean, I but here's what I'm but, saying but I've, I've I, just... I let everybody have their opinion if you say Kelly should stay to the end of time I don't have a problem with that if you say fire him I don't have a problem with that you're entitled to your opinion but here's all I ask which is I think what you're saying be honest if you want to talk about who can you get look at the moves that have happened while you could have got somebody because to my knowledge he hasn't been officially on the market and if you go back eight years, there's a hell of a lot of guys that have been yeah. hired in college football. A yeah. lot. A lot of good ones. A lot of them have won titles. A lot of them have won titles since they've been hired in college football, and since 2010, if I'm not mistaken. So there's a that's a big pool of fish, right? Of, has anybody been hired since 2010 that won? Jimbo, I think, is the only one. Jimbo? Okay. Well, I might be racking my brain here. I now, don't know. Miles when, got fired and had one. When did Irby show up in Ohio State? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Maybe me. It might have been a little bit before. No, it was been, after, I think. He might have been there before, and Dabo was probably uh, before that at yeah. Clemson. Either, either way, again, the point wasn't to, to even have the Brian. We, we don't need to have the I hate Brian Kelly conversation right now. Yeah, Although I, I mean, do. you could have had Mark Rick. I, I mean, what? I Would but, that be worse? It's the same thing. But I mean, we, no, stupid. it just, I, you said something really bothered yeah, sure. you, and no. that just reminded yeah. me that hey, I man. see people like, oh. We, we see that argument. We absolutely see that argument. Who, who are you going to get? Who are you going to get? You could be in this situation as if they have Notre Dame has no money and they, yeah. they couldn't do anything about it, right? Just, yeah. You could be stuck in a, you know, in in a flat, sharing a you know sharing a one bedroom was, apartment was, with another. Was, was Georgia in the national championship game last year? Notre Dame is filthy rich people. They was can Georgia do in the they national want. championship game last yeah. year? Oh, well, you could have hired Kirby Smart. But you, yeah, right. No, you, <laughs> I mean whoever. I mean, who, yeah, I guess you don't need a new coach to get boat raced by Alabama. But no, I, th- yeah, exactly. <laughs> so those arguments are absurd. But again, I don't fault anybody that wants to say, "Hey, we need to stick with this." But here's what you're banking on. We've said it a thousand times. If you like aggregating one point wins and putting those pebbles into your pocket, hey. I'm I'm with you, man. This is great. It's all good right now, but you know, you, you, well, if you're pulling up Alabama's schedule, well, I, which I, is I, a ridiculous I just, comparison. I, 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 I guess it wasn't fair to say boat race because at least Kirby Smart went to OT, right? I mean, he didn't. He, he... yeah, no, yeah, that's and true. Hey, look, if we're looking for silver lining, they smoke Clemson is probably what you're thinking of. Yeah. In, the, in the preliminary there, but look, all I'm three and zero is all that matters. Well, first of all, here's the other thing. It's not all that matters in college football because there's a completely biased human-based voting system for what you're ranked and whether or not you get in the playoff. And trust me, you know me. I'm the person that says, I wish more than anything your record is all that mattered. And 
and this is a total side note, Brian Kelly plays as if your record is all that matters when he's probably spoiled by that 2012 experience. But the reality in modern in college football is it's not all that matters. They, but the they, only reason it mattered, the only reason it didn't matter that year is because they were the only undefeated team. But if there were yeah, four undefeated teams, Notre Dame wasn't getting near the championship but game I, that year. Even without sexy wins, if they were to run the table this year, I think. Even without, even if they every every game was twenty four seventeen or whatever their average, you know, if every single game was that, I do feel like their schedule would hold up. Pretty, oh, they'll make pretty, a playoff. Pretty, pretty, no, yeah, they I mean, would make they would make the playoff as a one or two seed. I yeah, guarantee yeah. it. I guarantee it would be a one or two seed. They would play Alabama probably. No, I guess Alabama would be the other one or two. They'd probably play Clemson. Maybe that'd give me a chance to sell that Catholics versus Cousins T-shirt <laughs> I bought, you know, before the national yeah, championship. They game. would get it's destroyed. Unworn. It's unworn, but Look, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm not knocking it. Oh, we're taking t- off my this hands week. At cost. I, this week, I want to offer something for everybody. Right, have it your way. This week, if you want to say three knows all that matters, here's our podcast. Three and O is all that matters, okay? Click, turn it off. If you want to hear what some of the cracks are, we've outlined them. I mean, we've outlined them. Nobody's hitting the panic button, but there are real things that could be corrected. It's a damn fortunate thing that the defense is as good as they are. Yeah. It's extremely fortunate that, look, in the years past, I mean, Brian Kelly's tried to score 50 points and had BVG just hemorrhaging points out the back end. Yeah, we're not doing that. And I think this is better than that. This is more fundamental. This is, trust me, this is more stable. This is I more saw, sustainable. I saw a guy rip a football out, you know, which is like something a good defensive player is coached to do. I know. So that those are all positive things. This has the look and feel of a better football and, and team. They, I think it's a did, talent. And they did thing. make attempts to run the ball in this game too, yeah, and did yeah. it pseudo effectively. I, I don't know how you – I mean, yeah, it would be great if Wimbush could pass better. It would. That's but, my final point but, for this but, week. But you know what? Like, it, Brian Kelly's had him in his system for three years. He's, he is what he is. His fucking coach is Tommy Reese. What do you think? Well, Wimbush throws off his back foot a lot. Well, no shit. He's yeah. learning from Tommy Backfoot Reese. <laughs> you know? Backfoot, yeah, This yeah. is how you float one to Stanford's DB. Look at this right here. Yeah. You know? Well, here, here I'll I'll leave it this way for to wrap up for this week. We talked about previously on the podcast that Notre Dame didn't really have a quote unquote offensive identity, and now not every college football team needs one, but Notre Dame did need one. Now Notre Dame didn't firmly establish the flag into the ground here about being a running team. However, they absolutely made a shift toward being a running team this week. They at least turned that direction. Absolutely, and, and which considered taking a step that way. Which I like. Which I like. Now here's the thing. It, hey, I also you, said if you can do that when Dexter comes back. Sure, sure. You know. But we also said I also said on that podcast Brian Kelly needs to establish the identity, stick with it, go with it. And you know what? It, you don't have to be elite every single year, but you need to show who you want to be and commit to it. And this might be the year where you show it, but you really can't be elite. And I don't want to burst anybody's bubble right now. 3 and 0 is all that matters, but this might be the year where you establish the identity and it's a little bit more of a stick to your to your roots, but we're not necessarily doing what we did last year with our line and our running backs for that beautiful beautiful seven game stretch that they had. I don't think that that's coming back, but I like the fact that Notre Dame said, "Let's win football games by playing clean, having good defense and running the football." Hey, I did, love it. I love it, it. Did Mac Brown win a championship in his 10th season? Was it his 10th year? It was like 8 or 9th and he He's one of the last guys that had that kind of shelf life before yeah. he won the he title. He couldn't do jack shit with a QB either, could he? Until Nobody. Vince Young came along, I don't know. Yeah, that was a different scenario. I mean, but... hey, look, if we're if anybody's alive after grinding through five point five point wins over trash teams for the next two and a half years, 
maybe Kelly finally knocks knocks it down Mac, Mac Brown style here. Transcendent QB, we've mentioned it. It's I mean, possible. I mean, we'll all be dead by then, but, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. Hey, for now, 3-0. That's all that matters. Fighting Irish 22. Vanderbilt Commodores 17. Is that mm-hmm. what it was? 22-17. Mm-hmm. 22-17, yeah. Good defensive play last series and sealed it with a punt. Mm-hmm. Sealed it with a kiss. Yeah. Neutron bomb from from uh, Newsom, man. Yeah, well, that's fine. If Notre Dame, what if they win the same next week? I guess we'll be here to talk about it, but that'll be uh, interesting if they beat Wake by the exact same margin. Brian, then, then I think they, I, I think maybe some people Brian will kind of see it a Kelly, different way. I believe is four and zero against Wake Forest. Okay, if Wake Forest is zero zero for right this I, year. I th- is that correct? I think Notre Dame's only played Wake four times. Okay. And Brian Kelly's been the coach all of them. 2011, 2012. They shut him out, didn't they? 38 nothing was in yeah, 2012. Okay, okay. Now, now, that game has technically been stricken from the record as of oh, but they're back for the, the win vacation. 38-0. But uh, 27 in 2015, 48-37 in All right. Are you dropping a prediction? 23-16? <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> probably what it is. All right. I don't know. Stay tuned to the uh, One Foot Down staff picks. I think I uh, said 47-17 Navy last week. I think I came pretty close I on that. I picked said, against my Texas Longhorns oh, and they beat the Trojans. So uh, right. I was happy that they won and upset that I was wrong. No, it's, it's fun if you're if you're not paying attention. On one foot down, the staff picks, every staff member's picked a secondary team. Yeah, pick a, you know, an Oh, if you, don't, team, yeah. if you don't like Brian Kelly, you should root for another team. Well, guess what? Fucker I am. You know, <laughs> right, Malcolm yeah, Perry had 237 yards and two TDs. Uh, Texas is back. No, Can you imagine bad. Brandon Wimbush running Kenny Amatolo's offense? Oh, oh my God, gosh. Dude. Or no. Malik Zaire. No, I don't need to know about it. Pure insanity. Save it for your dreams. Save it for the dreams. I'm dreaming that 12-0, too. Maybe Alabama won't make the playoff and their name will have a chance. It won't matter because if we're 12-0, that's all that matters. That's all that matters, man. See you next week. Print up the undefeated shirts. truck with four-wheel drive smells like a steak and seats 35 can you narrow can you narrow well it goes real slow with the hammer down it's the country pride truck endorsed by a clown can you narrow the federal highway commission has ruled the canyonero unsafe for highway or city driving 